Alright, the last topic that we're going to cover before we jump into the hand histories is calling 3-bets. Now, I think calling 3-bets is important to cover, because most players I coach and play against typically call 3-bets lighter than they should, especially when they're out of position. I even read a PLO ebook recently that said that when you're first starting out, you should just call 3-bets with whatever hands you're comfortable with. So does that mean if I open King King Jack 3 Rainbow on the button, that I should just call it because I'm comfortable with it? I don't know about you, but just because I'm comfortable with a decision I make at the tables doesn't mean that it's necessarily correct. So let's talk about the things we should look for when calling a 3-bet. First, just like everything else in poker, every line we take is heavily dependent on the, on the tendencies of our opponents. Something I'd like to point out is that you shouldn't assign someone a loose 3-betting range unless you've seen them do it a lot. Make them prove it to you, because it's probably tighter than you think. And an easy way to figure out what a, someone's 3-betting range is like is to simply pay attention when they go to showdown. Next, stack sizes play a key role in calling 3-bets for a couple of reasons. For example, if you're in position, the deeper you are, the more 3-bets you can call, because you don't have to rely on flopping something strong to turn a profit, since you'll be able to use your positional advantage to value bet thinly and take away pots. But as the stacks get shallower, it mainly becomes a question of what your equity is against people's stack off ranges, which is why many high stakes pros think that playing cat PLO is boring, since there's little room for creativity. Last, and perhaps most important, whether you're in position or out of position has a dramatic effect on how profitably you can call someone's 3-bet. Your 3-bet calling range needs to be much tighter out of position than in position, and the difficult thing about calling 3-bets out of position is that, in theory, it could be okay. After all, the equities are closer together in PLO, and if we flop a piece, we should stack off because of all the things we've talked about so far, right? Wrong. This is exactly the problem. Most people call 3-bets out of position based on the immediate odds that they're getting to call. However, just like we talked about in the counterintuitive approach, they're not really thinking about the situation that they're creating for themselves post-flop at all. And I know this is true because if they were, they'd see that when you call 3-bets too wide out of position, you end up check-folding a lot, or just putting yourself in tougher spots than you have to. Alright, there's basically three categories of hands that you typically want to avoid calling 3-bets with. The first are the hands with pairs in them, and it shouldn't surprise you that it sucks to call 3-bets with these types of hands, because we've mentioned several times in the other lessons that the hands that do the best in 3-bet pots are the ones with a smooth equity distribution, which hands with pairs in them are less likely to have, right? Calling a 3-bet with these types of hands out of position is a nightmare, because they don't have very much post-flop playability. So more often than not, you'll simply end up bleeding money out of your stack by check-folding the flops you miss. Second, for a couple of reasons, the moderately connected ace-high hands do poorly against typical 3-bet ranges. Most players' 3-betting ranges are heavily weighted towards hands with aces in them, which means that on ace-high boards, we could be in serious domination danger against a set of aces. And even if they don't have a set, our opponents can still have a lot of equity to suck out on us. For example, if we have a hand like ace-8-7-5 single-suited on a board like ace-5-x, an opponent with an ace and live side cards, along with some backdoor equity, can have close to 40% equity against us. And remember, that's best case scenario for us. And actually, when we have an ace in our hand, it reduces the likelihood that an ace will even flop in the first place, which means that on a lot of other flops where we flop equity like a pair in side cards, our ace will oftentimes not be an out for us. Simply put, the ace in our hand serves as a dangler, and hands like these lose money in 3-bit pots because you'll be check-folding the flops you miss, and then on the flops where you actually do flop a piece, you'll oftentimes find yourself dominated. The third type of hands to avoid calling 3-bets with are the low single-suited and rainbow hands like 9654 single-suited and jack 10 rainbow. 
Even though these hands have a smoother equity distribution than the paired hands I mentioned earlier, they still don't play well in 3-bet pots because they flop draws that are dominated too often. In the games where opponents only 3-bet aces and go broke on every flop, then it's profitable to call with almost any 4 unpaired cards. But unfortunately, most players aren't that easy to beat, so against the opponents who have a reasonably balanced 3-betting range, these hands will be getting the worst of it against a variety of stack-off ranges, and are therefore very difficult to play profitably, particularly out of position. Hey, what's going on guys? Casino Crime here. Now if you like this video and you want more, then go ahead and click the subscribe button below right now. And if you want to join me for more of my 6 max success secrets and free video tutorials, just click the link to the right. See you inside the trainings. Good luck.